competition. Glory and $1 million in prizes on the line in the exhibition event for Magic the Gathering of the Year. It's the Mythic Invitational, everybody. Welcome to Weekly MTG. My name's Steve Sanu, and it's great to be here for a special Mythic Invitational preview, as well as a look at what's going on in MTG Arena for the March update. Uh, alongside me, we have the marvelous Megan O'Malley, the Magic the Gathering Arena community manager, the masterful Marshall Sutcliffe, who many of you will know from coverage and his wonderful podcast, Limited Resources. Hello, hello. And of course, the mellifluous Michelle Sutterfield, wow. influencer manager, Magic the Gathering. Thank you all for being here. Really appreciate it. Can Thank you make you. up a word to describe me too, or masterful is the one that I'd I yeah, but I mean, Lewis is a real yeah, word. That's a real word. Well, Lewis, Lewis is a real word. We know you just made that up. Oh, we're not maybe in my email signature. So all words are made up. That's a really good point. <laughs> that is very uh, good point. Thank you so much for being here today. Really great show. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to cover, uh, starting with the March MTG Arena update. Uh, Here, let me take this one. Yeah, I mean, Mar Marshall is of course the <laughs> Actually, I know uh, nothing about it, so uh, maybe Megan. we should leave this one to the expert. <laughs> yeah, Megan. And uh, mm. Megan, you are you are the expert on Magic mm. the Other Arena, working on uh, on a lot of great community stuff, and yeah. also with the dev team. Uh, That's correct. With this update, you yes. can uh, you can see, I believe, a whole article about it on Daily MTG. Yes. Um, if you if you want to go look at that after this, but uh, customization. Cosmetics! Customization, cosmetics Shiny come things. to Magic the Gathering Arena. Yes. Uh, so let's start with card styles. What are card styles? Uh, okay, let's see if I get the, you know, brand approved. Card styles are cosmetic options that you can choose to change the illustration of your cards. Good job. Ooh, Everybody applaud. That was approved. The lawyer uh, just left. But <laughs> you know, you, know you say that. You say that, and I get super pedantic about like illustrations because for any of you lawyers out there, it's 203.1 where the art is specifically referred did to as... Did you just reference the comprehensive rules comprehensive. for Magic Wow. <laughs> wow. That's well, going, they look great. Well, it's well it's done. easy for us to say that they look great, but I want to I show some stuff. We have some, uh, some cool graphics and uh, art, and if you look over there, you can see some of the card styles Ooh. in action. Wait, I want those. That's pretty... Well... Interesting you should say that, Marshall. Megan, how can people get card styles? Um, so we're introducing them with the March update, which comes out next week um, on the 27th. I can have that next week? You could. I yes. want that thing that's on that the screen. One very, I don't know if we can get you that exact one. I want that one. That one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I believe I believe, anyone. I believe that was uh, Brian's account, so you can go... Okay, I know where to go. We know <laughs> right where to go. But yes, um, they will be available uh, next week with the March update. Um, there is going to be a variety of ways you can get them. Uh, most obvious answer would be for purchasing through the store. Um, however, we are also offering them uh, through play, um, specifically for uh, for new players as part of the revamped new player experience. You're going to be able to get some. We're going to be holding a special weekend event where you can get some. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, the we're going to have some changes for the April ranked seasonal reward. So you're going to be able to get them through play. Ooh, um, right. And also, um, there's going to be some promotional stuff that we're doing about that thing that's also happening, you know, a few days after. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, get, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's going to be a variety of ways that you can get them. So that you know what else about these uh, card styles is we had 10, uh, or in having 10, being previewed today. Um, a lot of our streamers right now have been previewing them, and the MTG Arena Twitter account has been retweeting those. All so right. if you want to see how some of these card styles are going to be looking in the game, I would check out our Twitter account and uh, and check them out. 
Yeah, that was actually, it was a fun takeaway because when we did the state of the beta, we used Sulphur Falls because we, we had a list. Um, and then some of the initial reaction was like, oh man, I hope they do these for something other than land cards. And I'm just like, right. Um, <laughs> it's actually just not land cards. Um, there's going to be creatures, sorceries, instants um, across all of the currently available sets. Um, so all magic rarities, cards, all magic, magic cards, cards are going magic to have cards. Uh, <laughs> these card styles. Um, uh, two things that I want to make sure that I call out specifically, um, card styles are um, cosmetic options only. They have no effect on gameplay. And when you acquire them, whether it's through purchase or through play, um, you do not get the card with them. They're two completely okay. separate things. Mm -hmm. right. um, however, because they are based on the card illustration, um, they will too. apply to all copies of the card in your collection with that illustration. So you cool. only Very need to cool. get each card style once. You don't have to get four of or like, oh, I have Luminous Bonds and M19, and this looks the same as Luminous Bonds and Ixalan. Uh, once you get it, it'll apply to both of those. Cool. Uh, the front of the card is not the only thing that's getting a uh, getting something kind of <laughs> cool. We also have card sleeves coming. Uh, tell us about card sleeves in Magic Gathering Arena. Uh, us tabletop players know what they look like physically, but how is it executed in Magic the Gathering Arena? Well, for you tabletop players, uh, they are perfect fit. Oh, excellent. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Okay, they are perfect fit. So uh, um, there are two types of card sleeves, I'm told. There are uh, regular sleeves and exquisite sleeves, and we're going to show you the exquisite <laughs> sleeves uh, on the screen right here. So yes. you can take a look. Yeah. So oh, those um, are exquisite. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Um, and I think if the clip plays long enough, you will see some of the oh. non-exquisite sleeves. I like so, the regular ones. Yeah. Uh, yes, there are going to be the exquisite ones. Are going to be uh, basically card sleeves that have um, extra treatment to them. Usually some animation or some particle effect, something shiny or flashy or glowy, um, something more. Um, but then there's also going to be other card sleeves available uh, that have more of the sort of like the flat look to them. Uh, For like Marshall who likes the, the classic look or me who is obviously very extra. Yeah. <laughs> we can find something that, yeah. that'll work for us. Yeah. I like um, the basic sleeve. Are you a matte or a glossy? I'm glossy. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so not One of the other major aspects of the update is going to be the mastery tree. Yes. Uh, it serves a way to track progression for uh, for newcomers of the game, right? Uh, correct, but um, we totally, uh, it's, it's, I can't believe I didn't call this out before. Oh, oh. Uh, there's also avatars. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We are, um, in addition to uh, the card styles, card sleeves, we are also adding uh, a whole bunch of new uh, Avatars for players, um, uh, Watley and Angrath, who were for our closed beta players, they used to be two of the avatars that would randomly show up. Uh, you'll be able to uh, unlock those again, as well as all ten of the guild leaders will be available as uh, avatars. When my my personal question is, when can we get the Valentine's Day avatars of Danny Trejo and Sean Plot? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to talk to their agents <laughs> about that. There are the illustration contractual yeah. stipulations <laughs> about using in-game likeness something something. Let's uh, let's talk about the mastery tree. Yes, that is yes. Uh, the mastery tree is something uh, we're gonna pull up a graphic. So this is sort of a way to track in-game progression for people that are. Newer to, to Magic the Gathering Arena, right? Yes. So for any of our uh, existing players who've gone through the uh, the new player experience or the MPE and gone through the tutorial with Sparky, uh, basically what happens, you go in, you have your deck, you play a few games, cool. Uh, then we give you five decks, and we go, have fun! Sh shove you in? Ugh! 
Yeah. And uh, turns out... The best out, part is currently nobody could see Megan do that. They could just hear her because currently oh, it's showing mm, B-roll. I'm going to have to... <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a... She actually shoved me a, on the ground, but I got yeah, up just yeah. in time. It's, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what happened. Don't, I saw it. I saw it all happen. Uh, don't tempt me. Um, <laughs> so it uh, turns out that for players who are unfamiliar with Magic, that is probably not the best learning experience. So we've greatly expanded onto that sort of onboarding uh, experience. Now you'll get the five decks, and there's the mastery tree, which we were showing off in the the footage there, which allows you to sort of progress down a different branch depending on the color, Um, and this helps players get uh, more gradually feel for like how does each type of like, you know, the color pie, you mm-hmm. know, like, hey, green is where you're going to have the mana acceleration and your big stumpy creatures. Uh, blue is where you're going to get your control spells. Uh, white, they're smaller, but you have the evade. Yeah, and it, like in each way you go down, you're going to mm-hmm. unlock um, upgrades for your deck. Uh, so it introduces you uh, both to the play styles typically associated with each color, but also more gradually introduces you to the concept of like, upgrading your deck and adding new cards to Great. your deck. And at the end of each of the masteries is when you would be able to unlock one of those aforementioned card styles. Oh, so then you were okay. like, oh, hey, and look, there's also cosmetics. Um, and the second part of that is also going to be a uh, sort of like the leveling system where uh, there's going to be additional rewards that you can mm-hmm. unlock. Um, you now have full autonomy, just like, hey, I really like white and I really like green. Um, and that's how you'll, like, by completing both of those mastery trees, that's how you get the, uh, the, uh, I was going to say Celestia, yeah, that is correct, uh, the, the, the allied colored decks by completing Great. each corresponding. And then once you've completed all, um, you'll get the, uh, the enemy colored decks. Cool. Um, you know, and much more gradually, just like, here's how cosmetics works, here's how wild cards yeah. work. Love so, seeing that yeah. organization in, in a roadmap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to, to actually see how you're progressing and really gives you, like, an added glance. I love the, mm-hmm. can we pull up the uh, Master Tree graphic again? The, the uh, cool thing? Yeah, I love I love this design. It's really yes. cool. Yeah. Uh, how tall will my mastery tree be if I'm already a stone cold yeah, master? Yeah, that's if you're already a stone cold master, <coughs> you're not gonna have to prove it again. But I um, want to see the tree that proves it. <laughs> you know, um, I will I will get you a gif. <laughs> okay, I'm in. A I'll take it. Or an I'm image. in. Thank uh, you. But that does bring up a uh, for our um, our currently. Uh, our master players or our players who've been playing for a while, uh, you're not going to have to go back and redo the uh, tutorial or the onboarding experience again. Um, however, because there are some cool new uh, rewards for it, uh, we will be just giving those to players who have completed it. Um, so congratulations, a, you're already a master. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, so if you're looking and you're just like, oh, I want that, you know, that cool card sleeve, which we actually haven't shown off yet. Uh, um, it will be part, and we'll just uh, there will be an email with the code for anybody. Awesome. Who's, uh, uh, so we've got all that. We've got uh, the ability to run matches versus Sparky, which is cool. Uh, and I and you mentioned that there's a special event too. That event is Treasure Constructed, taking place on March 29 for no entry fee. Correct. Uh, what can players earn during that event? Uh, so uh, it's constructed. First, I want to explain what a uh, constructed treasure is because it's one of our like fun specialty events. Um, it is a constructed event, so you bring a, a deck that you have built, um, and it's to uh, five wins or two losses. And uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you get a treasure token, which you oh. can then sacrifice for one of any color of mana 
Or you can hoard it. Or you can hoard it. <laughs> like, like the true <laughs> dragon that you, you are. Know, you be you. If you just want to sit on your pile of uh, treasure tokens, <laughs> have at it. Always. Um, and we're going to have two card styles that you can unlock. Um, I believe it is Skewer the Critics and Chemist Insight. Nice. Chemist's Insight. Chemist's Insight, yes. So uh, very cool. That's awesome. Confirm, confirmed, yeah. So. Uh, and all of that is taking place on March 27th, right? Uh, the update is hitting on March 27th, which is Wednesday, which is a day earlier than usually. We typically do our updates on Thursday. Wonder why we're not doing it on Thursday. I'll tell you why we're not doing it on Thursday. Thursday, next Thursday, is the start of the Mythic Invitational at PAX East. Yes. This is an event that a lot of us have been waiting for for a long time. We're very happy to be able to share with you the groups of players that will be playing uh, at the Mythic Invitational. Yeah. So a lot of you would might refer to these as pods. We're going to refer to them as groups here. Uh, we're going to reveal them one at a time. We're going to start with Group A. Uh, which is a good place to start, Group yeah. A, yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll be running we'll be uh, running down the players that are in each group, giving mm -hmm. you a little bit of background about uh, some of them, who mm -hmm. to watch, yeah, uh, some of the really exciting matches that we might want to see. Uh, really excited about that. Let's pull up the graphic. Let's pull up Group A. Uh, so viewers, you can take a look here. Uh, Marshall, let's talk about the MPL here. Yeah. So we should we should mention so each of the four groups is sixteen players broken into two groups. Yeah. MPL players and then people that are challengers. And challengers can come from a few different spots. Influencers, uh, people that have qualified otherwise, that kind of thing. Right. For the MPL players in this opening group, well, the ones that stand out are Owen Turtenwald and Yuya Watanabe. Sure. Right? A lot of, lot of Magic fans will know those names very, very well. Yeah. You know, these are two Hall of Famers and also people uh, that at any given time over the course of the past, say, six, seven years have been considered... Probably the best player in the room uh, at, a, at a Pro Tour Mythic Championship level event. So extremely high level play uh, coming from there. You're not going to see an MPL grouping that is weak. You're, you're, th this whole, all four of them, you're, they do vary, but you're not going to see a single one that you say, well, do I really? No, they're going to be great. I mean, Jerry Thompson's in this one as well. Can Yuki Hiro, can he break it, right? We, he, he's been playing Mono Blue. Maybe he'll play it here. Alex Hay and Matt Ness. And then... Kind of the uh, the upstart for me is Javier Dominguez, who really solidified himself as a top-tier player. He has this thing where he calls himself a casual player. <laughs> and then he keeps yeah. making the finals of the world championship. Yeah, okay. When I, yeah, because yeah. when I think casual player, immediately Javier Dominguez is the first name. Yeah, I'm like, Javier, yeah. I'm not buying it, dude. Like, <laughs> you're just really good at this. So he's definitely somebody, uh, you know, kind of in the more dark horse realm, right? He isn't on the level of the other guys. He mm -hmm. isn't in you know, the Hall of Fame or anything like that quite yet. But uh, he's somebody that you should certainly have your eye on. But again, the headliners are Owen and Yuya. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Michelle, influencers, uh, mm -hmm. these are these are people that you've worked with uh, a lot for a lot yeah. of different events. These are people that are beloved by the Magic community, mm -hmm. uh, that are titans in their field of streaming and uh, coming from maybe even some some other, yeah, other games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, talk, about, talk about this field in Group A. Um, in Group A, we have some great uh, Magic favorites. We have Wyatt, uh, Andrew, Jessica, um, Jamie Topples, MTG New Girl. I mean, these people that have already been proving themselves in our community for quite some time. Um, they are household names in, uh, you know, Magic homes, right? Um, but we're also seeing uh, this great new uh, person for us in our community, Tice. He is extremely competitive. He is championship for other CCGs uh, on the market, and I am so excited to see him break out uh, here. 
on, on our stage for the Mythic Invitational. He's been playing a lot of magic behind the scenes, not necessarily on stream. So I think that we're going to be seeing a lot of surprises from him. And he also let me know that he's interested in not only just playing competitively on MTG Arena, but paper. Whoa! Itself. So we may be able to see more of him Ooh. in the future Did on we that get him? front. Did we get him? Is he, is <laughs> he, he hooked? He is loving it. Yeah. And so I'm very excited to see where this goes. But of course, we need to talk about Autumn. Of yeah. course. Uh, Autumn, Autumn Lily was the name you saw on, on that. That's uh, yes. their streamer name. Better known as Autumn Burchett. Yes. The winner of Mythic Championship 1 uh, in one of, in my opinion, Marshall, you feel free to disagree. I hope you don't, but yeah. one of the best <laughs> Top eights I've ever seen. Yeah, it was great, um, and especially the win, right? Yes. Uh, the true emotion that we got to yeah. see on Autumn's yes. face is something that I have, I always want to see from the person who ends up winning the Mythic Championship or the Pro yeah. Tour. And it's so often that the priority is something like de-sideboarding and shaking a hand and then walking off. Now, right. you will see that emotion later when they get to meet up with their friends and that kind of thing, but this happened on camera, in the moment, and at least for me, it was one of the most like sincere emotional moments in the Pro Tour or Mythic Championships that I've covered, and I'll never forget it. I love that you brought that up because um, you were there. I was watching um, from my living room at home, and that emotion that Autumn had, I feel like I experienced that myself. And, you know, I was instantly in chat, I was instantly uh, on Twitter reading everyone's reactions, and I feel like across the board, Autumn's emotions resonated with so many people. Yeah. And it I came just, right through the camera. It did. Yeah. Um, we were all there with them, you know? Yeah. And it was just a beautiful and exciting moment, and of course, an amazing win. Yeah. And really impressive. Yeah. Yes, very impressive. And so I am just so excited to see yeah. what they're going to bring to the Mythic Invitation. You know, it was funny because I actually, so I was um, like kind of working out for myself. Well, you know, who are the players that are going to be here? Who's there? And I had written up some notes and I remember going back to Autumn's notes and being like, also won the Mythic. Little footnote in there as well. Yeah, not a yeah. huge deal. Uh, but yeah, uh, on top of that, the Challenger column also has a couple of MTG Arena qualifiers, um, including <laughs> Megan, uh, a name that will be pretty familiar to Magic players. It's uh, who is that? Is that uh, is that is that Andre Strosky? Yeah, is there? yeah. yeah. Andre's a big name, of course. You know, out at the out at the professional level, I'm not surprised to see him in here. Yeah, that was um, it. Was really when it came down to looking at the the top eight challengers, um, uh, it was honestly a lot of fun because we ended up with uh, such a variety because there's just like there's some names just like oh wait is that oh oh hey like uh, Andre being one of them uh, I'm, I'm like looking at a few others uh, we'll talk in the other groups Zachary yeah, it, and a few others it's just like yeah. I like where have I Oh yeah! Like so I'm seeing some of the the the, the uh, like either former pro tour top eight players or like the platinum level, um, seeing them who qualify uh, not as a Magic Pro League player, but by reaching that the, one of the coveted top eight challenger spots uh, in arena. So uh, Andre is one of the one of the recognized games for names for somebody who's been following mm -hmm. the uh, professional Magic scene for a while. And then we also have Luke. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe, yeah, Luke may not have been as, uh, he did play in some, he's not one of the ones who are just like, no, I started playing Magic uh, with Arena, he has been playing uh, Magic the Gathering for a while, I think he, um, we did a, a great write-up over on Daily MTG where you can find out more about all of the top eight challengers, um, yeah, and he's one of, somebody who's been playing since uh, Laura went block, Nice. Oh, yeah. So. That's nice. about when I came back, too. So. Yeah. Well, when a lot of so people on the back. same level. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> uh, let's go to Group B. We'll bring up that graphic. Uh, once again, we got MPLs. We got Challengers. Marshall, break it down for Yeah, me. so the first thing that I look for when I look at these is uh, how many Hall of Famers are in there. Because you know that anybody who's in the Magic Hall of Fame is already well set up to be one of the better players in the room, just straight off the bat. Uh, and this one has three. This this has Eric Froelich, Lee Shitian, and Ben Stark. And that is a very solid lineup to start with. Then I would look further and say, well, what, what else do we have here? And again, the MPL does not disappoint. Andrew Cuneo, Christian Hauk, relative newcomer, right? You know, he kind of, we call it binking, right? He kind of binked at the right moment. He, <laughs> he had a really great year prior to the switch over to MPL and is now in. Um, you know, from Germany there, Mangucci, Salvato as well. But the name that stands out to me as well is Shahar. Yeah. Because here's the thing about Shahar. Shahar has won two world championships. He won them in back-to-back. He has not actually, you know, had that much success at the Pro Tour slash Mythic Championship level. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that. He's done really well, but he hasn't had that big breakthrough, like multiple top eights type performance yet, in fact, at all. But the thing that I think about is he's excelled in small field tournaments. The world championship that he won, both of them had 24 players total and a much smaller field than you would expect from, uh, you know, something like this. And this Invitational has 64 players, so it is more than those world championships. But at the same time, when you're playing in the world championship, you're playing against all the best players from right now. Like, literally just the best players in the world. That was the cut. That was it. Here, you know, we have influencers. We have people uh, grinding their way in on, on arena. This is a much more diverse group. But it's still a small field, and if you can kind of break that, if you can, you know, understand how the how the dynamics were within those, you might be able to get a big advantage. So, I'm obviously keeping my eye on Lee Shitian, Ben Stark, and and Froelich as kind of the headliners. But Shahar, don't don't sleep on Shahar. Don't sleep on Shahar Shenhar. Hashtag. <laughs> don't sleep on Shahar. Uh, Michelle, influencers, there's definitely some familiar names on this oh, list. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're not familiar with the names already on there, I, I'm not quite sure where you've been living. Uh, <laughs> but we have some really great names. Uh, Legend, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be flying over from Belgium. Uh, super competitive, has a one wonderful YouTube channel, if you want to check that out. Sky Bills, she is actually our VP of Marketing's favorite. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to be exciting for him, and I'm super excited to see her play. Uh, she wants to, you know, really make waves in the East sports uh, world for magic and this is her first opportunity to do so and so we're very glad that she is able to do that here um, and then we have Nessa Meow Meow she is actually our latest uh, challenger uh, she uh, had to replace Amaz who unfortunately could not make it to the to the invitational um, but she's definitely someone that you should not look over she is really competitive she's been holding on to uh, mythic rankings uh, you know off and on very very successfully and um, you should also just check out her Twitter because her rankings that she's been posting not only are fantastic, but they're kind of meme-worthy. And I won't, I won't give too much uh, so, else in there, but so it's really So what you're great. saying is uh, just like you shouldn't sleep on Jahar, don't nap on Nessa. Don't nap on Nessa. Hashtag. <laughs> 
This is happening. This is where we're at. This is not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Marshall's like, what have I gotten myself into? Steve, no, Steve. This is is what happens when Blake's gone, man. You really are a lot like Rich Hagen. Like, this is... Shout out out to Rich. I never have noticed this correlation until today, and it's really kind (laughs) of... Love that. Uh, Well, I'm going to just end on two for this group here. Uh, We got Amy Zonian. She's fantastic. If you've watched any of the Trich Rivals tournaments that have been happening, she is an easy fan favorite. She's always fun to watch. She always brings something really original to the table, uh, both just in the decks that she's been playing, but also her just personality. She's super personable, really fun, very creative. So I'm excited to see what she will bring, because it will be something I think a little different than what you will be expecting, right? And then we've got Caleb. Caleb Caleb is... Caleb D. Caleb is amazing. Caleb is not only just skilled, he is so skilled, but he is also one of the most popular um, members in our community right now. And he has an amazing stream that he does daily and an amazing fan base uh, that that watches him. And we are so excited to have him be involved in this invitational. And I'm personally excited to finally meet the guy, so. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, We've also got three MTG Arena qualifiers uh, from the top eight. Uh, Megan, it was, like, to give people an idea how tough was it to make it to this top eight? Um, it was it was tough. Yeah, um, really it difficult. was it was really tough. Um, I've looked in and and some of these these players, especially for those like uh, who ended up in like number one or number two, we're talking like thousands of games played. Yeah. Like it's it just like in order to to get there and to maintain this your position because um, it's it's. It's leaderboard. It's it's a a live ranking system. So as you're playing against your opponent, the people around you could also be playing. So it was very dynamic, and you need to you. It was very it it was a challenge. Yeah. Um. And so to qualify by hitting one of those top eight spots uh, really is an accomplishment. It yeah, Really is an achievement. They and really did. They really did. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. we're talking like thousands of players in Mythic rate yeah. like ranked. Period, and then you're talking like, and as you hit that that top, you know, 1,000, and you start seeing you're you're no longer in a percentage. You start seeing uh, your actual placement, and as as you go up and up and up, uh, as a ranking system or a leaderboard system should, it just gets tougher and tougher because yeah. you're being matched against players who are like at or above your skill level, and you know you, you really need to to play at your best. I mean, it's clear that uh, it's clear that, that top eight was really, really stacked. I mean, there are people that we recognize from the Magic: The Gathering competitive community, from yeah. uh, the Pro Tour circuit, the Mythic Champion cir- Championship circuit. Uh, let's go on to. We're gonna skip Group C for now. We're gonna we're gonna leave you leave you all uh, wanting. Yeah. So uh, uh, <laughs> for a second, we're gonna we're gonna move to Group D really quickly. Uh, let's move to Group D. Group D. Uh, Marshall. MPL. So so there are no weak groups, as we've mentioned, but this is probably the weakest uh, if you had to rank them. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Yuza is the only Hall of Famer in this MPL group. Uh, also some, I don't know, calling them newcomers isn't correct, but relative newcomers to some of these players, like Jean-Emmanuel Dupra and Lucas Bertou. Now, Lucas, I mean, he won a pro tour. Like, yeah. Let's not take anything away here. That's but a huge achievement. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. It is indeed. But, you know, Gregor Kowalski, these guys are kind of, they're, they're just, like, they're not at the Marcio Carvalho, Brad Nelson, Martin Yuza level of career mm-hmm. at this point. I'm sure they're every bit as good of a player. But, you know, I'm looking at Brad Nelson here, and I'm saying, all right, so you're telling me that we're going to be playing standard, 
which is his forte, and also that we're going to be throwing them a curveball with the duo standard format and double elimination, and there's just a lot of problems to solve, and I would want Brad to be one of the people advising me in that situation. And you know, when you look at it from that perspective, Brad, he's a grinder. I mean, we used to just call him that. You know, so Brad's the type of player that is going to put in the time. He's going to put in the effort, and he loves cracking these, these intricate codes, if you will. And that's really what they've been faced with. On the other side, I, I mentioned Martin Yuza and uh, Marcio Carvalho are really the headliners. Uh, Marcio's been one of the best players in the world now for a few years. Uh, you know, the pro community has really recognized it, and they're just like, he's just awesome. Like, he's just really, really good at magic, and he's coming off of... Uh, you know, another top eight at the Mythic Championship, uh, yeah. the last Mythic Championship, too. So, again, this is not the big headliner group, but there's just no easy way out. So. Well, it may not be the big headliner group for the MPL, but, oh, my God, the influencer list, Michelle. They're, oh. doing, they're doing good, right? Yeah. Um, there, there are some names on there that I, I watch regularly, right? Yeah, it's, I yeah, mean, people these that are the Magic really, know. really staples in our community. Um, these are the household names, right? We've got, uh, it's listed as Nummy, but it's Kenji, of course. Um, Gabby Sparts, I'm sure you can even talk, uh, you work with her constantly, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, You've been in the booth with Gabby uh, yeah. to commentate? Oh, yeah, for we, yeah and for, for a long time. Yeah. And we are so excited that she will be competing uh, on, on the Mythic Invitational stage. We also have Thundermo and uh, Asian Avenger. These are newcomers uh, with Arena, per se. They have been uh, streaming, you know, Magic before then. But Arena, MTG Arena, really pushed them to another another level. Yeah, for um, sure. And so that's super exciting to see that and to recognize that and celebrate those accomplishments with them being involved in the Mythic Invitational. Well, you want to talk about an accomplishment? You were telling me before the stream about anime. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, apparently, has stayed at ranked Mythic level. For, yes. For like a really long time. Now, for right? a very long time. I don't know the exact date, but every time I check in on her, she is doing quite well. She has. Ranked level, stayed there um, pretty much since we created uh, Mythic yeah, Ranking. I was going to say, I think <laughs> that was, I mean, granted, I think we introduced like the, the, the new ranking system in December, mm -hmm. so she's probably Yeah, it's still fairly really new, but it's like you were telling, you know, telling us earlier, it's very competitive. Yeah. We've seen, even some of our MPL members are um, having a very competitive time trying to uh, not only just stay in Mythic Ranking, but even break out into Mythic Ranking. Yeah. And now we have Anime, who is, is constantly staying there. Um, in her gameplay, and she is streaming those gameplays, you know, so the, if you want to check out some competitive play, I would check out her channel. Um, but I'm very excited to see um, her competitive nature uh, in this setting and also see where she's going to be going after this because this is going to be, other than her Trich rivals, uh, she's going to be, this is the first time she's going to be playing with the MPL. And so I'm it's sure, yes, level. exactly. It's a whole nother level. <laughs> Good luck, anime. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole nother level for a lot of these folks. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. but I, that's what I'm saying is like, yes, she's very competitive and I'm, I'm excited to see where she's going to go here at this tournament. But having that experience playing with the top, uh, the top pro players of Magic is going to be such an amazing learning experience for yeah, her. For sure. One that she will learn very quickly. And so expect to see her... Uh, in our competitive scene a lot. Yeah, awesome. you know, and that's interesting too because looking at the other influencers that you mentioned before, mm -hmm. uh, Kenji 
and Gabby, yeah. right? I think that this is where they really have a leg up as far as being an influencer yes. goes, right? Yeah. Because both of them are competitive players who've played in multiple, at least GPs. Kenji's played in a pro tour before. Uh, both of them take the game very seriously, yes. but on top of that, they're immersed in the competitive magic culture mm -hmm. in a way that's hard to get into unless you do it for mm -hmm. a living. Like they both have been in the booth multiple mm -hmm. times. And right. you know, like especially in Gabby's case, you, I do her job too, right? I, we're, we're, we're the same seat when we're in the booth and you cannot commentate to the level that she commentates without knowing what yep. you're doing. Absolutely. You, you just yeah. can't. And of course she plays every day on her stream. Yep. You know, I, I think that a lot of people view her as like kind of a master like community builder, right? Like she's which really she great. Yeah. 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 Which she which is. Which she is. I, that is and, but that is, that is just one of her Yeah, skills. but one she, of her many she can battle. You know, yeah. she really can. She's in that, she's steeped in that culture, that competitive gaming culture and mm -hmm. yeah. And I think all of this together, um, not only with uh, the influencers that you mentioned, but looking at some of the players who qualified through Arena, one of the, mm -hmm. some of the top eight challengers, while it might be, um, you might not see as many of the uh, MPL sort of like powerhouses, uh, Group D is where you see the, the number one, the number three, the number four ranked players for the month of February. These are huge names, too. Yeah, like Tiago. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, Tiago, by the way, who was ranked number one, yeah. Uh, at the end of the end of the preseason. Yeah, that's Thiago yeah. Saparito, as yeah. in was platinum, as in barely didn't make it into the MPL himself. Yeah. Like yeah. that guy is he is absolutely capable of playing at that level. Yeah, uh, and Tria Kakamai as well is. Yeah, we've yeah, seen so him. At, we've seen him in Pro Tours, right? Yeah. Like it's the the name I want to call out here that people will not recognize is Adver. Yeah, who is Adver? Uh, Adver. <laughs> this is Adver's first ever competitive event. Uh, Adver what? doesn't yeah. doesn't play in. Uh, Play, play tabletop that much. They're from Hokkaido. Uh, this will be their first event. They, they were a student. Uh, nobody knows anything about... An unknown student from Hokkaido. A completely unknown Hokkaido. student from Hokkaido. Yeah. Who, um, uh, who came in, by the way, third yeah. in the preseason. So. Third. Talk about wild cards. Yeah. Like the, I, Seriously. Yeah, so that's what, I, for me, makes Group D the most exciting because like, yeah. in addition to the MPL players, we have some of our most well-known and like most oh, yeah. beloved uh, content creators and influencers from like the... Uh, from your side of things yeah. and then on the arena side of things, it's like, no, these are like out of like, these are three out of the four Top, top ranked, yeah. Top ranked yeah. players in Mythic. So um, I think plus this wild card that literally exactly. no one is going to know what's like, going to happen, right? And yeah. it's just like that's the the magic of arena. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't want to say that, but I'm just like nope. I did a wild card oh, one earlier. It. It's just just it. run with it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, is the opportunities for like for players who are from Hokkaido or from other places in the world who might not have the same access to to Magic Fest or this you know the mm -hmm. competitive level of Magic. Uh, arena through either the Mythic Invitational or the new Mythic Championships, uh, there is now a, a, an avenue for them to, to qualify and to compete. Um, group of players, yeah, right? That may not have, whether because of distance or, you know, life might not have been time, able to do availability. it, time, the ability yep. to travel. Um, and that's like what excites me the most about having uh, the ability to challenge, to, to qualify and compete through Arena. Well, not us, we work for Wizards. Yeah, so we, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Adver for me, definitely one to watch. I, like, total mystery. We, we have yeah. absolutely no idea how they're gonna play. So, very excited about that. Uh, 
Let's see. So that was that was Group D. That means we're done. Can we talk about the, that means the we're group done, of death right? now? We're totally done. Are we calling group it a group of death? No, I'm kidding. Let's let's pull up the the graphic for Group C. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. Death group. Oh my god. This gosh. is incredible. Group of death. Um, so I'm only going to tell you about the MPL, but as you'll find out soon, some of the best players in this group are actually in the challenger side. Yeah. Somehow. Which you can talk as well with yeah. me about. Yeah, I will. Uh, so, so here's the thing. The first thing is this group has six Hall of Famers. Six. Like the group we just covered had one. This one has six. Six Hall of Famers. And of the consensus five best players ever to play Magic, there are three competing in this event. They're all in, in this, this group. group. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. So, Paulo Vitor Damodarosa, William Huey Jensen, Seth Manfield, and Shoti Asoka are your Hall of Famers from the MPL side. Then they just threw in <laughs> Gabriel Nassif yeah. and Luis Scott Vargas, two of the other top five of all times in the uh, influencers category there. If you look at the MPL side, the non-Hall of Famers are Brian Brown Dewin, Reed Duke, <laughs> John Rolfe, and Mike Segrist. Like, that's like insane. that's like world champion player of the year, four-time Pro Tour top eight. I mean, unbelievable. This pod, remember, only four people escape. <laughs> I would be escape. so bummed <laughs> if I'd be I was surprised in this if one. anybody escaped. Seriously, <laughs> and they might just all like eliminate each <laughs> other somehow. So yeah, on and and then again, I mentioned the other side. Gabriel Nassif mm -hmm. and Luis Scott Vargas. Who's who's Luis Scott Vargas? Yeah. Who's, who's that? Yeah, who is that guy? <laughs> yeah, who is that guy? These guys, again, uh, are considered three of the top five of all time, along with Paulo Vitor, Domino Rosa, and then two players who aren't here, Kai Buda and, uh, and John Finkel. But this lineup is unbelievable. I did a quick kind of off-the-top-of-my-head count of the number of Pro Tour Mythic Championship top eights in this, and I got to over 50. It's, I think uh, that's when you stopped counting. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. when you stopped. I was like, I feel fine with 50. I don't want to put us Yeah, so good luck, influencers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, muffin pastry pie. Like, I hope you have fun in this pie. Like, yeah. Again, hey, hold on, survive. hold on. Let me, I, I do want to talk about muffin pie. Uh, I, I, I used to play with muffin pastry pie in, uh, when, in my play group, one of my old play groups. Uh, muffin can play. Yeah. Like, I've yeah, that's, never, that's fine. Like, I've never, good for you. I'm, I'm never really happy oh my that God. Muffin Pastry Pie knows how to play Magic. <laughs> but good luck against William Huey Jensen, <laughs> Seth Manfield, Paulo Vitor Domodorosa, Shota. I mean, honestly, Gabe, the, I can't believe this group. This is insane. Yeah. And, and you know, you made a joke <laughs> so earlier. It's silly looking at it. It's like, like, do you need a... Here you go. Yeah, like, do you need some water? I do have Take a drink of water. Let's all hydrate. Michelle, obviously very, very competitive group. Yes, absolutely. But, like, there's some pretty impressive influencer names on there, even outside of Louis Scott Vargas and Gabe Nassif. Yeah, and, you know, you made the joke earlier, we just threw these people in there. But, you know, we really wanted to make sure that the the people that we are inviting uh, can uh, hold their own. Yes, you know, probably some more than others, you're right. But um, it's also going to be a great representation of um, our community as a whole, competitive community as a whole, and also represent representation of what we want our competitive community in esports to look like moving forward. And so that's why you will see, um, you know, these newcomers, uh, Muffin Pastry Pie coming in, um, 
Savich, Xiao, you know, those two, they're coming over from other CCG markets as well. Again, super competitive. And in fact, the, the number one thing that they told me about each other without knowing they had said it is that they um, wanted to see each other and play each other in the finals, but not before, because that's how competitive they are. Oh, Yet now cool. they're in. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> By yeah. the way, pterodactyls for the win is my favorite name. I don't yeah. really know fantastic. much about pterodactyls for the win, but whoever they are. She is fantastic. She is also someone that I think a lot of people in our community is going to be like, who is this person, right? But she is not uh, a newcomer to just esports in general. Uh, she is very comfortable um, in competitive esports play. She's been a competitive esports player for many, many years. She's also been playing Magic for over 10 years. And um, so it's going to be really exciting to see yeah. where she's coming in, too, I right? I mean, this would be so fun, right? Like, Because oh, yeah. I'm making jokes about, like, good luck when this, you know, pot... Uh, group of devs oh, yeah. or whatever, Which, but yeah, also, good luck, like, sure. what a sweet opportunity. Absolutely. Right? Like, you get to play against some of these best players. What if you win? Like, Because yeah. awesome. there's, there's a chance, right? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, all no, of these I mean, players are a real chance. Let's be a realistic <laughs> <laughs> See, 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 I'm going to, like, if, if Group D is where we have some of the wild cards in it, like, this one is, like, Group C is where, like, I am, like, just for, just, I'm like, I am, I am rooting for for pterodactyl, for some I'm serious for underdog action. I, like the uh, the I just like I want to I want to see like the upset yeah. just because it's it just yeah. like not only is it just fun to watch. Let's be real, but it, it's it's just like and and like I said earlier when we were talking about this group representing not only the now but the future, we are fully expecting. Um, you know, maybe not the best is going to be seen at this moment, but we expect so much from them moving forward um, because of their experience in this Invitational. And, and we shouldn't, like, overlook that, right? You need to start somewhere. You need to start having those experiences somewhere. And so we're giving them that opportunity here yeah, to do that. Sick opportunity. It's I would have been so stoked to get that email and be like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm in the pod with who? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah that yeah, email yeah. I would yeah. not be excited about. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one other name I wanted to mention, by the way, is Cedric Phillips. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so my fellow play-by-play -play yeah. play commentator. You know, Cedric is, is an interesting story here because he's kind of, uh, you know, shifted his focus mm -hmm. into content creation, running things over at Star City, and for Ultimate Guard, you know, uh, has two-ish full-time jobs in Magic but is actually an extremely competitive and uh, very capable so player with a yeah. Pro Tour Top 8 on the resume too. Kind of sneaky, you know, sneaky, hey, I'm pretty good at this game. Like mm -hmm. he has chosen for his life that he wants to focus on different uh, path for his career rather than playing full-time competitive magic. Mm -hmm. But he, that doesn't he mean he still can't goes do it. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean he can't play. That doesn't goes, mean uh, he can't. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you get that email and you're somebody like Cedric who knows how to play at the professional mm -hmm. level, and you say, I'm not blowing this chance. And yeah. you're gonna dial in, and you're gonna take it very seriously. You know, I think that there's a temptation for an influencer who doesn't have a, a strong resume at yeah. a professional level to say, I'm just gonna go give it a shot, I'll have fun, I'll meet some cool people, maybe I'll get on TV, and thanks so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Great, you know, you do what you gotta do. That will not be the case for Cedric. He is extremely competitive and capable, so, I got my eye on old Seti P. I'm so excited. It, like all of the influencers that we that we invited, uh, every single one of them have has been getting coaching. 
um, you know, they're taking this very seriously. They are they're working with some of the best magic players behind the scenes, working on their decks, working on making their skill better and better. So like what you're seeing um, pass from them and what you've been seeing on stream isn't necessarily the skill level even that you're going to be seeing at the Invitational because they have been constantly working on it getting ready for this Invitational. Yeah, it's kind of cool, too, because of the format specifically. Yeah, the dual standard. standard. Yeah, you, you have... Oh, like, I was going to say, and, like, the, the other thing that we uh, shouldn't uh, underestimate, oh, that's not the word. Hat? Did your no, lawyer no. hat just come out? It came out, no, 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 it wasn't a lawyer hat, I was searching for the word. Okay, okay. But the, the fact that we are using a new format. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. this is the first time that we are doing a duo standard. Ever. So even some of the, of whether you're an influencer, whether you're uh, a winner of a, a pro tour or a mythic championship, there is still a, a, an uncertainty. There is still an unknown factor yes. mm -hmm. that nobody can really prepare for um, in the way that they might have. That 25 in, years of playing Magic can. Yeah, 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 yeah it, it levels the playing field that's, in that way. That's, that's what yeah. I was searching for, just mm -hmm. like, there is some sort of analogy <laughs> what of is fields it? that are <laughs> need to be leveled out. That's what I was together. searching for. Yeah, uh, and you know, this particular standard format also, you know, it from watching people mm -hmm. stream while they're practicing for this, it does tend to lend towards more aggressive linear archetypes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, with no sideboarding and with two very fast decks going at each other, who goes first matters a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And knowing your deck matters a lot. Yeah. And these are things that will potentially shorten that skill gap between, you know, Hall of Famer and new to the game or, you know, new to this level of the game influencer by a significant margin. So I'll tell you what, if I'm one of these people, I'm not thinking like, I can never win this. I'm thinking, hey, I got a coin. It isn't quite as good as your coin, but I'm going to flip it too, and we're going to see what happens here. Well, also, you have to think about, you know, we have some of these players, like Amy Zonian I mentioned earlier, who's just really clever mm -hmm. in, in the, the decks that she plays. You know, how much does just plain wittiness and clever in how you are making your deck will play into this format? Right? Because you think, oh, if I play the meta or, you know, I'm doing these other things, that that will help, you know, get there. But it could be the fact that you just need something fairly original that no sure. one had thought of before. Sure. Yeah, just a secret tech. Somebody, yeah. somebody could take a shot yeah. and, and hit the, the metagame right and get yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, we're going we're gonna to go through these graphics one more time so that people can see them if they came in late. Uh, let's go to group A. Uh, Every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be crazy. Yep. <laughs> This one, this one's also interesting to me because it has two absolute draft junkies. That's Jamie Topples and Brittany. Mm -hmm. That's MTG Nerd mm -hmm. Girl. Uh -huh. yep. They're both all they do is draft, and yep. they're like, "I have to play with cards, the decks that have more than forty cards. Like <laughs> this doesn't feel right." Again, you know, usually I get a lot of you know uh, communications uh, between all of my influencers when we're leading up to something. Uh, Topples, she's been giving me a little bit, but not much, and that means that she's probably just been grinding and going crazy <laughs> right now. And so um, I'm not nervous. I'm actually excited because of that factor, because she is, she is, you know, head down, working hard towards this Invitational. Let's move on to Group B. Take a look. There you have Group B. And then uh, we'll show you, we'll... Am I gonna have, oh, yeah, Nessa, Nessa Meow Meow? Yep. Okay. Her name's Vanessa. 
but yeah. And she likes cats or something. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I do uh, too. I'm on board. <laughs> Marshall Meow Meow is my name. Yeah, name? Marshall Meow Meow. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and check out Group C. We'll do it in order this time. Yeah, the, uh, the death group, as it were. Marshall just died, so <laughs> Marshall dead on the floor. Uh, and then we'll go ahead and move on to Group D. So those are your those are your four groups, and uh, and brackets will be revealed later on, closer to the event. Uh, who do you? So let's let's go down the line. Michelle, who do you who do you like? Who do you who are you hoping to see in the finals? That's a hard one because you're literally telling me to pick my favorite of my babies. I know, and I, I know, know it's that tough. they're probably like, "Don't call me a baby," but I'm sorry, you're my baby. <laughs> um, but uh, I I'm so excited to see every single one of them. Um, but I will tell you, choose after, your favorite child right after, now. I know, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but after walk, watching. Mythic Champion 1, I am just all autumn. I am Knights autumn, of Autumn yeah. right now so hard. <laughs> Marshall, who Luis Scott Vargas, obviously. Uh, obviously uh, Luis initial Scott Vargas. Yeah, luck skill victory, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, look, it's not, I'm not out on a limb here. You know, he's in a select group of uh, maybe six to eight of the players that are in the uppermost tier from the group that we have here. I mean, just the, you know, most experienced, most hardworking, not in his case, uh, but in most of cases, <laughs> oh, burn on Luis. Uh, and, you know, he, he's been one of my favorite players to watch since before I knew him. Now, of course, he's one of my best friends, and we do the podcasts and stuff like that, too. Uh, but I'm, I'm pulling for Luis. Megan, who do you like? LSV? Um, I, 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 before, uh, long before um, I became a Wizards of the Coast employee, I've been a Magic fan for about a decade, and, a large, and I, too, consider myself a limited player. So I have been listening and uh, reading uh, from two certain people, one of which I am literally sitting next to right now, <laughs> uh, for a very long time. Uh, so part of me is definitely uh, rooting for LSB, um, especially since he is now on his ninth, like, top eight. Tenth. Tenth? He will, he will snap he, correct if, anybody uh, who uh, doesn't sorry, give him I'm that sorry. last one yet. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, but it's, it's, it's a bit of the, like, always a bridesmaid where he has won. Yeah, so he won his first one. Yes. And then top eighted nine <laughs> since and has yet to so, win. So uh, there is part of me um, who is really, really rude. Wait, so is him. he the underdog somehow now? No, 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 no. So part of me, so what's happening here? The, so the, the what, no, Magic no, the Gathering what, fan. What's happening here that you just referred to LSV as the underdog? <laughs> yeah. Like what, um, what I think he's in the only position in? out of all four of us that can say yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> so the Magic the Gathering fan in me is just like, come on, LSV. Um, I'm also like, I would love, love for Adver. I would love that underdog story. I'm kind of getting into of, this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, he's just he's just been a Magic fan, you know, playing at home, you know, they think um, in the Daily MTG article, he's just like, I, I play Commander with my friends. Oh, God. And if he shows up and says, does anybody want to play Commander at oh this thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm rooting for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so there, there's part of me just like, I, I want to see that. I want that moment because it is just like such an... Yeah, that's great. It would be yeah. such like an awesome moment in Magic the Gathering history. Yeah. Regardless, sure. it's an incredible achievement. And, uh, and at a tournament of this level, to, to actually be the unknown, do Does he have to take only... school off to come to this thing? I don't like, know. How do you problem. study and <laughs> I hope he gets credit. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee what he yeah. did was way harder than any class. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, seriously, you want to you talk about a complete surprise. Nobody knows who this person is. Nobody's played against them. 
nobody's well, seen Well, if you're him. in the mythic, okay, if you're in the, the myth, myth, okay, sure, yeah, like, you might have played against him in ladder. Right, yeah. but, but nobody nobody knows. Recognizing that yeah. they're playing the same, you know, player, exactly. right? So yeah. I'm I I'm on I'm with all of I think yeah. all of those are great choices. Uh I'm looking forward to this event. Once again, it is at PAX East next week. Yep. And uh and you know, I know I know Michelle, you'll I'll be, be there. there. Uh and Marshall, you you going? I have a pre-prepared Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is his yeah. lawyer hat. Answer, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but people may get more information if they tune into Twitch Weekly. This is tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Twitch.tv slash Twitch. There's going to be How mysterious. an announcement of some sort. <laughs> Interesting, Marshall. In relation I'm to so that. glad that you said that of your own free will. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say, because that was all I was on As I slip him $20. <laughs> yeah. Never, never. Uh, let's, uh, there is one more thing I want to pull up on the screen before we head out. It is the streaming schedule for next week. Uh, Marshall, you're going to be streaming on Monday at, uh, at 10? Yeah, that's my last one for this run. So normally I stream Tuesdays, but I have a prior engagement on an airplane on Tuesday. Okay, cool. No spoilers. Okay. And uh, I will be streaming at 10 a.m. on Monday. Awesome. Uh, for the for the, I have had such a good time. Yeah. Str seriously, like the, what you're able to build up when you do it consistently like that. Yep. Super super fun. And uh, I don't know. We might do another. I'm not allowed to attack draft, or I have to draft gates, or I don't know. We so, we had some. So uh, what, stiff what you're saying is you're you're ready. If we if we were ever to do another mythic invitational, you're ready for your invitation. Is that what I am. you're saying? I am. <laughs> I'm ready. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a great streamer. You can see right there. <laughs> uh, you might see a giant we'll touch, giant block Here's of purple at the bottom of that streaming schedule. That's because the mythic invitational starts on Thursday. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll be starting off the action at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. uh, live from PAX yes. East at the Magic the Gathering booth. Yes. Um, you're going to get to see a lot of players doing a lot of cool things. Basically, a million bucks. One million dollars in prizes on the line. Yep. 250000 going to first place. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a battle. I'm very excited about that. And don't forget, Sunday, Sunday's the finals. But before yes, that, is. be sure to tune in at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, 10.30 a.m., Eastern for the War of the Spark panel. Uh, not that I would ever say we've, we've been very clear that uh, War War of the Spark stuff is going to happen during PAX East weekend. If you're interested in War of the Spark, I would highly recommend that you tune highly. in at 7:30 a.m. Pacific, 10:30 a.m. Eastern for that War of the Spark panel. There are going to be some pretty cool stuff uh, and some pretty cool surprises as well. Cool. And be sure to stick around. 8:15 a.m. Pacific, 11:15 uh, a.m. Eastern. Day four, broadcast directly from the PAX Arena. Yep. Incredible esports stage. Very exciting. Uh, you, you're, you're all in for a huge treat. I, I can't wait to watch these final matches. I can't wait to watch this entire thing. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. You're, you're not gonna want to miss it. A million dollars. Yeah. One million dollars on the line. One million of them. Yeah. One million one dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All, all in one, one million dollar one dollar bills. bills. Four, four million quarters. <laughs> Is it worth winning anymore? I'm not sure. 100 million pennies. Uh, thank you so much for joining us at Weekly MTG. We are obviously not going to be live next week. It'll be the Mythic Invitational. Uh, so you please, can see me live. You'll, be, you'll see Michelle live, obviously. Yeah, oh, so if you're if you're attending Paxi's, please. As he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh, alive. Uh, if you're going to be at Paxi's, please stop by the Magic the Gathering booth. Uh, you'll get to see 
the Mythic Invitational players playing mm -hmm. live there, like yes. at, not not streamed live. Yeah. Uh, but if you won't be able to join us live at Boston at PAX East, you'll also be able to watch on twitch.tv slash magic. Again, starting at 7 a.m. Pacific, starting on Thursday. It's going to be a good time. Thank you so much for joining us for the special Mythic Invitational preview. I'm Steve Sanu, Megan O'Malley, Marshall Sutcliffe, and Michelle Sutterfield. Thanks so much. Have a good week.